welcome to Waterbound, episode eight. Hey guys, this is Link and Ted and uh, Rio and Ida. That's right, the dog pound. Yo. <laughs> All right, big uh, big weekend. So, Link, why don't you start us off with telling us about Nully Fest and the? Uh, well, it's been a it's been a it's been a while since we. Since we did our, our last episode, it's been a been a couple what a couple weeks. Yeah, we got flooded out. There's been been all <laughs> kinds of flooding of uh, yeah things. So uh, yeah, last weekend was Noli Fest uh, up at the Nolichucky River at USA uh, Adventure USA Raft Adventure Center. I think is what they're calling it now. Uh, they were calling it USA Raft and Mountain River Guides. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, as many of you know, in the southeast, we uh, got quite a bit of rain um, starting early Friday morning and all day, most of the day Friday and Saturday as well. But uh, it all, most of it came on Friday and drove up to Noli Fest and uh, was one of the last vehicles that was able to make it into the campground under the uh, the low water railroad uh, bridge or basically going under the railroad bridge there at the low water um, low water crossing and because uh, the river that night topped out at 40,000 CFS Close, yeah, close to 40,000 CFS. is insane. Um, and, uh, and I saw... All, way, all I, that I, from <laughs> not even a full day of rain. I mean, like, you yeah. know, 24 hours of rain. I um, saw, by the way, and, and I mean, I was seeing your post and then a couple others, but I also saw somebody post that Nilly Fest was canceled. So I don't know where that came from, hmm, but that's interesting. Yeah, it was yeah, because I, I I I did a post Saturday morning to let people know it was still on. We we weathered the storm Friday night. We repelled uh, <laughs> musicians and and gear in, and um, people hiked in on the AT. Uh, which which by the way, that now that you're saying that, I know that. We don't play the full song on the intro, Waterbound, but that you literally <laughs> were waterbound. We were waterbound, yeah. And that we song were, is yeah. an old, old time string band song, and it's about like if if we played through the whole song, it basically is a the the whole song is about uh, they were they were having a party, and it started raining, and the bridge got washed out and they all got stuck and they decided to make the best of it so there you go there you go matt moses <laughs> there you go bud um waterbound yeah we were get home we were waterbound couldn't couldn't get out of the uh, campground there at usa raft but uh it was awesome man we had a great time uh they've got just a great great setup there at the nolichucky um and uh you know, uh, great rafting. Yeah, I love the Nolichucky. It's one one of my favorite runs. Um, it is beautiful, and it's so so pretty up there and fun. And they've got shuttles. You know, all kinds of stuff lined up. Camping at the the campground next to them. They got cabins you can rent. They they've got a sauna there at USA Raft. It's really nice. Um, you know, so so many cabin options. It's crazy. And then free. You know, camping. Riverside at the Nolichucky. It's really cool. 
So, and they got a big stage set up that they uh, built for Soul Slam last Labor Day, and uh, so yeah, we we had a we made the most of it on Friday night, and then uh, the water finally receded Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning where we could get through and get you know, get out and people could kind of get back out to their vehicles that they had left and hiked in from. Uh, but the the Friday afternoon was hilarious with, I mean, we were like zip lining gear off of this really, really, you know, not so great trail down to the uh the road around the uh around the flooded part of the road and uh you know a lot of people a bunch of my friends from West Virginia showed up from uh, Adventures on the Gorge and they came down to support those guys and and uh, I was there repping the Rocky Mountain rafts and and uh you know lots of people made made the made the best of it we had uh Jack Nelson was doing paddleboard <laughs> trips high water paddleboard trips on the wow. uh, lower Nolly. Um, and they had to hike back in with their gear, like without their gear, like leave their gear in a U-Haul on the outside of the, the flood and then hike back in. And um, and then Saturday we, we set it off and, uh, you know, bands came in and um, uh, my, my buddies and I from West Virginia were the only ones to go up to the gorge. We, uh, had an R6. I I guided an R6 raft, um, and then my buddy Ark guided an R3 and a ten and a half footer at. It was twelve to thirteen thousand cfs on the Nolly Gorge, and the highest I'd seen it was uh, probably four thousand cfs. So it was, it was yeah. pretty. It was pretty yeah. large. Yeah, I had to get some. I had to get a good bit of beta before I went up there because, you know, it was like. Okay, I think I know where I I'm gonna want to be at certain places, but I just need to confirm. Did you have and, a pretty good crew in there with you? Or was oh yeah, yeah, we had all pretty much all season river guides. My buddy Joel um, from Soul Driven Train and Sally and George uh, and all these other bands, all these other little side projects he has. He and he and our buddy Phil, uh, they joined us and they were they were stoked because they're. Those guys are mainly surfers from uh, Folly Beach area, you know, and Charleston area, South Carolina, and they got to see they got to see some large and in charge whitewater, <laughs> uh, which we were pretty much running away from all the all the big stuff, um, but um, yeah, we had a great time and uh, drinking guide beers when we got you know. When we got into the good spots where we could kind of chill out. That's right. Now, uh, I don't think we've had an episode since uh, since our guy, um, Link here, was a cover boy for God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he is now taking on uh, modeling, if there are some agencies out there. Uh, Hashtag for those who show us the way. <laughs> <laughs> but that was pretty cool. Speaking of God beer, we'll give a shout out to him because uh, Link ended up on a on one of their ads. Yeah. Uh, what, do, what, do yeah. You, what Tell us about that. Oh, well, you know, uh, yeah, it's pretty definitely cool. on, a, on a separate note, but... Um, uh, guide beer from Sweetwater Brewing in Atlanta. Um, they it's a just a lager, a really good four percent lager that uh, they designed for, you know, people to 
to uh, take along on outdoor adventures, you know, that, that we're, we're, you know, uh, a nice light alcoholic beverage is, uh, you know, permissible, but, um, uh, 11% of the profits from the beer go to help guides in, in all throughout the outdoors to, to help guides who get, you know, injured or hurt on the job or basically just, um, you know, in hard times that, that can't afford, uh, insurance or whatever to help them get, you know, help them out a little bit. So it's a pretty cool deal. So you don't have to be a guide to drink it. No, man. They, <laughs> and in fact, they, uh, uh, I saw they have it at Ingalls. Now they do have it here at Ingalls nice. and it's at all public stores. They launched it in Publix's first, and uh, man, every, everywhere I go, people are like, "Man, I love that guy beer." So it's you know, it's getting a good following for sure. Yeah, and mostly people were drinking it because they you know, saw some handsome guy on there. So. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't well, know tonight. who that guy was called, but yeah, tonight we're tonight, drinking. What are we drinking? Froghorn IPA from uh, French Broad Brewing. Yeah, pretty good. So yeah, tasty. So, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the end of Noli Fest was, was great. Um, uh, man, I can't, you know, uh, can't even remember all the smaller groups that played, but there were quite a few good ones. They had three bands play Saturday night before the headliner. Um, my buddy Ethan, who goes to, uh, uh, East Tennessee State, his band came and I, I forget like Stackhouse Shoals or something like that. It was it was a good little band, and um, sorry Ethan if I miss messed that up. Um, it got kind of foggy that night, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Brushfire Stankgrass played. Uh, they were the headliner, and those guys are those those guys are awesome. So and we we shut it down, uh, and then got up and kind of closed up shop. Uh, on Sunday morning and I headed west toward the Smokies and trying to get on Big Creek and ended up on something much steeper and harder called Ramsey Creek uh, or Ramsey Prong of the Middle Fork of the Little Pigeon so the Ramsey Creek into the Greenbrier and that was just like a mile and a half long class 4 or 5 stunt ditch uh, <laughs> And uh, I took a I took a swim on that one. I walked. Were you you in the uh, fat cat or? I was in the uh, I was in the thundercloud. Oh, okay. Uh, I took a little swim on that one, and then it, it continued going without me for a couple rapids. Um, but I got it back, and and uh, and the 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 funniest thing about that whole um, that whole day was whenever I got back to my truck at dark. I ran back up. It was a solo mission, kind of low water solo mission, but ran back to my truck to go down and pick up the raft. And there was some um, missing Vietnamese tourists who decided to go hiking up the Ramsey Cascades at way too late in the day. And two of their party made it out, and we were waiting. We ended up having to wait for eight others. Um, and I wasn't sure whether I was going to have to be involved in a, a full-on rescue of eight Vietnamese people in the Great Smoky Mountains. Um, they eventually ended up hiking out after I had called 911 and the Park Service, and they sent a ranger in, and, and uh, 
ranger just, you know, he said, we'll, we'll wait and, you know, you can go. And then right after I left, the people end up coming out at about, probably right about midnight. Wow. Yeah. So, and all they had was the lights on their phones, which is awesome. Um, I imagine they probably saw Godzilla up there too. Maybe. I saw a, uh, an article the other day that basically the, the short of it is that day hikers often are the least prepared like for, for oh these people were like yeah. just so ill prepared um you know and uh the people that were lost or not necessarily lost just i, I don't know stranded they had the keys to the vehicle so the two people who came back to the vehicle early uh could not get into the vehicle so i had to turn my truck on, turn the heat on, keep them warm because, you know, they're very small people. Um, and, I mean, these these two were extremely small. Put them in your pocket. They were, warmed them up. <laughs> I, I could have put them in my pocket and warmed them up. But, you know, uh, or they could just, like, ridden Rio around. But, no, uh, uh, Rio and I saved lives in the Great Smoky Mountains. All right. So. All right. Well, um, so how about you? What what what? Well, definitely not saving lives, but uh, I did have a couple. What well, you know? You mentioned Friday heading out up to Nully Fest. I, me and my buddy Ray were 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 itching. We were off uh, work on Friday, and we were itching to get out. But of course, we had all those storms coming in. We had our gear loaded, boots on the on the car, and couldn't find a place to go because everything was. We knew it was going to be storming, so we thought, well, let's go up to Nantahala and maybe run laps on the falls, and then if it gets bad, we'll just hop off the river. But we started looking at the levels, and it was spiking up. I think it ended up at 1,800, which is crazy high for Nantahala, and I'm sure it would have been okay, but I'm not – I wouldn't run laps on the falls at that level myself. But so we (laughs) decided – we looked around, looked around, and couldn't – you know, everything was going up. We decided we'd – live to paddle another day so so that that's day, a good thing because you you heard about the landslide yeah that's what i was gonna mention <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah the there they had a mudslide up there on uh in the gorge on yeah Nanahala. so it, it just i think a few folks got stranded for a little while but yeah i think they sound like they got it cleaned up i so we dodged that, but uh, but the weekend before uh, I did get out and took the canoe again. You know the jury's still out, still not sure, but I did take it out on the mighty Tuckasegee <laughs> section three, the Tuck Gorge, man. Yeah. So uh, met up with some folks. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we uh, it was some folks from the Foothills Paddling club or group yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, Foothills Paddling yeah. Club. Yeah. And so some good Foothills folks. Paddlers. Yeah, the good folks. Uh, uh, most everybody was really pretty well experienced paddlers and had done a lot bigger stuff. I think it was just early in the season. Everybody wanted to get out on something and kind of, yeah, you know, brush up on everything. So I dig Nanoli. I always have. Um, so it was fun and we, uh, you know, we just, I, I had one swim because I was really pushing it uh in the canoe but my legs went numb immediately and i kept trying to stretch and get out but uh i really enjoyed paddling the boat but i that's I, good i didn't enjoy the uh numb legs i kept thinking if finally i finally starting to get used to it 
<laughs> I don't know. But anyway, it was a good trip. Met some nice folks and uh, itching, I guess, to get back in the canoe and cut my circulation off. <laughs> so, but anyway. That's where I learned to paddle a canoe, Ted. Hey, there we go. Yeah. On the, the tuck. But, uh, you know, if I, I've got some friends that uh, definitely poo poo the tuck, and that's fine, but, uh, you know, I just think it's a great place to work on skills. And I'm yeah, just man. working on this canoe, and I'm not afraid to take a few chances. It's, it's not cold water, there's usually a sandy beach right after any rapid. And yeah, so it's a good, I, and, I really think there are more features to work on. And you got Tuck Shot taking <laughs> photos of you. Got Barry they, Barry. He wasn't out there, but yeah. Ba- Barry Kennan taking photos. Of, he wasn't out there. No. But you know what? This week, not the not this section. I think it was the next section down where the kind of lefty runs in. What had like a hundred fifty year high on the level. Oh yeah. There's all kinds of crap in the river, but it was yeah like eighteen thousand or I don't know something what? crazy. I may be off. Eighteen thousand. I don't know. That would heard, that would flood Bryson City. Well, I heard it was something crazy. I saw huh. out there. I wouldn't I doubt it. Check on it, but that's but a lot. Of, a lot of waters coming high. in there, Ted. A lot of waters coming in there. Oh, a couple more. Just a couple quick blurbs. Um, uh, after my uh, evening in the Smokies on Sunday, uh, Monday I hit uh, Little River sinks to uh, elbow. Um, that's a beautiful stretch of white water, man. Um, such beautiful water. It's got a little bit of everything. It's class three to four. It's got, you know, a couple, couple stout drops. Um, you know, one, one big one being the sinks. Um, but some really, really fun white water in there and tons of boogie water. Um, just really, really cool, fun rapids. So, um, you know, great, great spot to R1, R2 if you're you're in, a, you know, stepping up the game a little bit, coming from, you know, like a Class 3 river. You know, it's kind of one of those runs like uh, I, w- I would definitely consider it a, a little bit. There's a little bit more white water than just the ledges of the Teleco. Um, but it doesn't have all the big ledges. It's it's got tons of boogie water. It's super mm. fun and really pretty, and easy access, roadside access, uh, and always people watching you. Uh, there's always people shooting photos and video, and you know they want you to do certain things. And <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was really fun. Um, and um, and then uh, I did I did flip on a little uh, trying to run this booth that my kayaking buddies were running and just uh you know as i went up on the big rock the big pillow rock and this just i don't even know what the rapid was called but uh i looked over to my right i'm like man that that other that right line around this looked looked pretty fun and easy you know but i had to try to uh just make it harder than it was so yeah flipped the boat got you know pretty easy cleanup right there but um it was it was a lot of fun and then uh yeah so the sinks is the biggest rapid second biggest rapid i think was elbow and that was just just a really fun stretch hit it it's like a two mile two and a half mile run did it in like an hour and i had a great time love to go back and uh it was like three feet the water was just awesome uh that was that was a good fun level not too intense 
Could you uh, walk around some of those? You could. Ones? You could definitely walk around uh, sinks. Um, the the, you know, there there are a couple drops right before it that are, you know, probably pushing class four, three plus to class four, but that everything kind of dropped into an eddy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could you could definitely probably walk the sinks on I think River Right because they're right it's right underneath a bridge and there's an overlook right there too, but I think you could walk it on the right possibly. Um, what what how do you know? Is there a gauge? Is there yeah, I think there's a gauge water? on that one. And That's what? Little River in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. Uh, Great Smokies. Um, yeah, I think it's just yeah. Look, you can look on American Whitewater at the sinks, and I think that gauge is pretty accurate. So, and then I went from there over to Wartburg, Tennessee, to visit a buddy of mine and and deliver him a, a, a demo boat, and we went out with his son, he and his son, and Mister Rio, and we went on a little real pretty two mile scenic stretch of Clear Creek, which flows in to the Obed and Emory system and just blown away by this little class two run, how, how pretty it was. And he just started up a little, uh, a little company over there. Um, and, uh, just his little passion project, trying to, trying to get some, uh, some fun float trips for people on, uh, on all those rivers in the area. So with the exception of daddy's Creek, most of them are class three, so yeah, it's it's man. I mean, find some camping over that way. Uh, it's called the Lily Pad, and they have a brewery and a restaurant. Wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Lily Pad Campground is yeah. super cool, man. Sign me up. And it's right at Lily Bridge of uh, the Lily Bridge access, or right above it, um, on the rim of the little canyon there of uh, the Clear Creek Canyon. Um, it's right above the Lily Bridge access to Clear Creek, which is cool. And they have a brewery there, and the people that own it are super cool. Lots of climbers hang out there because that, that's world-class climbing around there, and uh, and it's actually got a pretty good paddling community around Do you know, there as well. Does it run at, like, decent levels in the summer? It doesn't it? run at great levels unless you're getting good rain during the okay. summer. Yeah, it, and... and Typically speaking, winter months is yeah. when it runs the best. But it's it's a cool area, you know, yeah. and uh, I'm hoping for good things for my buddy. So cool, yeah. I'll check that out for sure. Put that on my wish list. Um, all right, man. Well, so you know, we were kind of talking about what topics to discuss tonight, and uh, just kind of came up with something that I've. Seen several folks talk about here and there. We've got a couple of topics to cover, mainly just some gear topics uh, that we think everybody would. Yeah, gear shit. Yeah. So, uh, what about pumps? You oh, mean. I'm talking about. On my feet? Yeah, pump it up. <laughs> um, pumps, pumps, uh, hand pumps, barrel pumps, you know, all that stuff. So, we're, you know, of course, we started this. We we're talking about small rafts and inflatables a good bit. So yeah. to kind of stay on that thread, I've you know we've we've all got our our buddies who have you know just a hundred different kinds of pumps, and everybody has their preferences. And you know, but uh, I know we both 
you know, I started out with like, give me the cheapest thing I can find, which was a, uh, you know, go to Walmart and get a Coleman like plugged yeah. in twelve volt in your car and. Yep. I mean, I think you've got one of those, too. Yeah, I've got a couple that, uh, you know, came with some paddle boards, uh, some hollow boards that, um, you know, that I, that I still ride occasionally, uh, paddle boards. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't cost much. You know, they're, they're gets, like 20. Gets the job partially done. <laughs> yeah, they're like 15 or 20 bucks. You have to inflate with your valves open yeah. all the way open. So you, you, you can only get them to a certain level anyway, cause that those things aren't putting out much, uh, much pressure. Um, but it gets you up to a point where you can quickly take it off and close your valves and then top them off, you know? So th- that, that's definitely an option. And those um, work. I mean, I've, I, know, I've, like I said, I think I bought the I, first one like, 12 15 bucks yeah it was like 15 bucks man and so i put totally, mine through the ringer i mean i've, I've still got mine I, i've got other ones now but that definitely i mean there's really nothing wrong with it i think it was just yeah. the kind of the idea of like opening the valve that whatever i just and it and it honestly it does work kind of quick yeah as long as that valve's that, open i don't think it's that different from the hundred dollar ones that I've got. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll work our way up, I guess, on that. So yeah, if you're just getting into it, there's no reason you can't just go pick one of those up, right? Um, and another, you know, but, another, but you're gonna need something to top it off with. Yeah. So you gotta have a. Well, I mean, and, but I, I was thinking about just staying on the electric topic. The topic of electric. That was a flying Ida. <laughs> wow. Wow. Our dogs are full on circus. Wrestling yeah. match. Ida's hot to trot tonight. She hasn't seen Mr. Rio in a couple of weeks. So she's ready to ready to party. Um, yeah, so staying on the topic of electric, like, you know, uh, corded pumps, um, the NRS makes a blast pump, and I know a lot of people that use the blast. It, it definitely inflates quicker than that, that Coleman pump. Um, you know, the problem I've seen over time with those, with the faster electric ones is, is they, they go bad quicker, but, uh, I know people have had the blast for a while. <laughs> the dog. Hey, get off. uh, I've, I've got one of those blasts on the NRS blast and, uh, what, what, so it's a good pump. What I don't like about it is I have to open the hood of my vehicle yeah. Hook it up to the battery. Like it hooks directly to the battery. But that's you know, it's always a good charge. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. It, yeah. I mean it works always... it works well, but I mean I'd I'd say that's sort of a, a pain in the butt uh for me. Um that's probably my only complaint. I mean I think it's yeah. It's been been good and faster, but but like I said, it's not for the cost of it. I think they're like a hundred bucks or hundred and twenty bucks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not getting you're saving a couple of minutes probably compared to the cheaper one. So right. just, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, there's nothing wrong with it, but well, it, and, and also there's, you know, there's other pumps like the Bravo, the Bravo pumps, which, you know, are made for high pressure. Uh, the Bravo high pressure pumps, there's one that just came out that they've been like, they're hoping to like crowdsource it. It's called the shark. Um, and those are, those are nice because you can, you can set them to a, a shut shut off or like the 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 perfect um, pressure, whatever you want it, and it'll shut itself off. 
Yeah, that's not. I had one of those Bravo high high pressure ones, and and it was great. It worked for a long time, and then it just stopped working. Um, and it was you know it's like a hundred eighty bucks retail. Yeah. Um. Honestly, you know, um, I, I just like. I have stuck with that little Coleman because I know I can replace it at any time. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, the, the electric options, you know, convenience. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely a convenience, a time factor, but you guys are killing time at the put in anyway, talking about whatever, you know, whatever you ran last. So <laughs> I don't know if you really need to, you know, unless you just want to have like the coolest, newest piece of gear, and be super super cool dude with your uh your brand new uh electric pump you know honestly you're probably going to end up coming coming back and you know asking me to use my carlson (laughs) barrel pump which i will say you know the barrel pump um they're they're not made for high pressure, so they'll inflate a raft because most rafts only inflate like two and a half to three psi. Uh, whereas paddleboards, stuff like that, and other other inflatables that use drop stitch go to way higher. They'll get up to fifteen. You would kill yourself trying to inflate. Yeah. A, you know a, a high pressure uh, drop stitch um, craft with a barrel pump, but they're dependable. Um, and you can, you know, you can, and a barrel pump, you can inflate a a whole boat, an entire boat with a barrel pump, you know, it's going to take you much longer than an electric pump, but you can get it wherever you want it with a barrel pump. And that's kind of nice. Yeah. And, um, I found mine on the (laughs) Chatuga. Nice. So, I've got uh, our oops. One of the I'll things I started with, yeah, somebody's going to say that. <laughs> um, a uh, I started with this little. They don't make them anymore, but it's it's a it's a little mini NRS barrel pump. I mean, it, I forget it's like the Wonder Pump or something. It it oh, yeah. it, it wasn't. It's not very good. Um, I, it would it worked for a ducky, but I definitely wouldn't even think about starting to pump up a raft. On this is like a little yeah. hand pump. I mean, not a hand pump. It was a, it was like a foot pump, like a bicycle pump. You know, so it's a barrel pump, but it's a small one, and it did fine to top off a ducky. You know, so that's what I had first. I had the Coleman. You know, I'd, I'd blow it up for the most part, and then I'd switch over to this little bitty NRS one. And I had a few issues with it, with the you know, the uh, the hose would the, get kinked the, up and it's oh, short yeah, and hose and, and crack and yeah, yeah so, the, the hoses on those aren't aren't very uh, so they quit making durable. it which means you know our complaints are valid but uh, and then last year at uh, Gaff weekend at Nanahala I picked up a used uh, NRS barrel pump like a big one like mm-hmm. the like the Carlson um, for twenty bucks. And I know they're like 150 or 160. They're, they're or pricey. Yeah, they're pricey. So they're a lot. So it, it had some stuff going on that was wrong with it. But but, I, but they're all the thing about those pumps is you can replace you can exactly. repair them pretty easily, whereas these the blast pump forget about it. Yeah, and that 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 Bravo high pressure pump. Well, you know, an electrician that, and my dad and me tried to fix it, <laughs> and it never would. It, it would turn on. But as soon as you put it on under pressure, it would just shut off. 
you yeah, know, yeah. and there's, you know, just like, and there's there's never a good warranty on them. This one that just came out, the shark one that they're trying to, uh, that I saw on Facebook, and I signed up for updates about it. They're trying to crowdsource it, you know. It's available in August. Mm. You know, send us seventy dollars yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and but it, you may not get it because, <laughs> because it we may, may not never, happen. Yeah, we may never. Make um, it. I don't know. And it said that thing. That thing. They say it's got a lifetime warranty, but honestly, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way that that's well. Correct. The NRS one that I bought secondhand um, had several things wrong with it. I took it apart. And then I just ordered all the parts, basically. Yeah. And so I had the main, like the main housing or the main pump yeah. part, and almost everything else I replaced for probably. I mean, it it ended up being like another forty dollars and stuff. Yeah. But it's basically a brand new pump now, and it yeah. works great. And cool. it's it's like I could pump a raft up with it. It's, yeah. It's a. I think it's good. Like I would. I totally buy that or or Carlson, and they're pricey, but I think. Uh, like I said, I think they're going to work, and you can replace them, and you can fix. They're parts dependable, on them man. They're dependable, consistent. So I'm, I, I think they're great. Any yeah. either of those brands, um, and then another one. Speaking yeah, the, of those are the hand like well, not, K pumps yeah. basically. You know, which is just a, a scaled down version of a barrel pump, but uh, made to you know basically holding your hand. The you know double cylinder. Just basically PVC construction with a couple of gaskets. But they're kind of made. They're really for taking on the on the trip with you on the river. Yeah, they're, they're, they're they make various sizes, but they're small, compact. Yeah, they're, basically they're compact hand pumps. Yeah, yeah, and but they're they're great for either you know if you had if you absolutely needed you know you didn't want to take that big old Carlson or NRS barrel pump which. They're enormous. Yeah. Um, you know, you can strap it on the boat, strap it on a... You can put it in a most dry bags, put them... And there's several the sizes. Yeah. yeah, the K-pump. Uh, and they're they're pretty... Um, they're pretty awesome little pumps. And, yeah. you know, basically, uh, you know, most people I know that I paddle with and, and myself, we have... We carry one of those with us. But we can top our boat off and, you know, and, and the other thing about pressure in your raft or in your inflatable, sometimes, uh, especially with rafts, sometimes you want to be nice and have a nice tight boat. But, you know, for say like big water for high volume stuff, but when you get in a creek situation or technical and shallow and rocky, it's better to let a little air out of your boat just a tiny bit and um so that you slide over the rocks better hmm. you'll you'll move over the rocks better so in having that barrel pump you can you can let air out or put it back in whenever you want so and of course you know temperature can change yeah. throughout the day so yeah. you might pump it up in the parking lot put it on the water the water's cold you know it it it, it let it, it anyway the, it gets a little low and you got to top it off when you get down the river a little way so um yeah i think i think we both have little the little mini k-pump um and i like that thing but i, it, I need to get a new one because i i uh a couple of years ago when i was coming through um moscow idaho i stopped at nrs and you know they had the kind of had just had their attic sale um, 
which is which is pretty sweet. There's some pretty cool deals in there if you're ever there and catch the attic sale. Um, and a lot of stuff is kind of like blim or mm-hmm. it's just it's it's overstock, but a lot of it's blim stuff that they've maybe repaired or you know just thrown in there and you know it's like okay it's not worth repairing but it still kind of works yeah we'll give it yeah and i picked up one at you know it's a uh like a k2000 or something it's like a dual chamber yeah so it's got a it's got a it's got a big chamber for you know um more more inflation but less pressure and then it's got a smaller chamber yeah, yeah, for I've seen those. Basically for pump for for uh, SUPs, paddle boards, and I got that because you know I still did have some inflatable paddle boards, and you know realized after I bought it, and there was a note on it, and you know there was a reason why this pump was twenty bucks, <laughs> uh, and it's because one of those chambers didn't work, and it was the high pressure one, which I didn't care that much about anyway. So as long as the main chamber worked. And I still have it. I mean, it, it works great. Yeah. Um, I tried using one of those one time. Uh, a buddy had it, and I was just trying to pump up, you know, rig it top off a boat. And the little one, the high pressure one, anyway, it kept kind of coming apart on me. You know what I mean? Like, it was like the the, the wrong handle would oh, pop yeah, out. Yeah. And, I, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, but... Yeah, so that happens with mine too. Yeah. People and people start. Well, how's this thing work? Yeah. I gotta show them. <laughs> they did it at Nola Chucky the other day. It was funny. I was like, ah, you just you know, kind of hold both chambers in one hand and, yeah. and and work it back and forth, back and forth. So, um, but I think that like if I were like if I were just gonna buy two like two pumps, I'd probably. You just get the cheap one we talked about, like to fill up yeah. the boat, and then, yeah. then a K pump because it would be you, know, you could top it off, yeah, and you could take it down the river. So I mean, yeah. I think those. Well, would be you like, know what I like about a barrel pump is you you can get them to you can get a boat to the pressure you need it with it with a good barrel pump, a properly functioning barrel pump. Um, so I have the Coleman, I have a barrel pump, and I have a K pump, and and I dig those, but. Uh, what I have seen recently and on a couple occasions, uh, you know, friends I was paddling with have, um, lithium ion rechargeable, rechargeable, uh, lithium ion, um, handheld blowers, uh, Ryobi, Cryobi makes one, uh, Dewalt makes one, Milwaukee, I think makes one, so does you know, I'm sure Makita and, you know, yes, and I, you can buy these things at, at, at Home Depot and it's basically the, the, the battery that like, if you've got a rechargeable drill you yeah, know, that yeah. runs all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, a lithium yeah, ion yeah rechargeable battery and they're actually kind of nice and they're fast. Um, you know, um, they're, they're definitely pricey. Uh, you know, it's a pricey item, but it is, you know, it it is nice if you know, like the Dewalt one I saw. You can put it in a Chatuga dry bag, hmm. in a watershed Chatuga dry bag. You can put it in there, and it doesn't weigh that much because these these lithium ion, ba- you know, batteries don't weigh all that much. 
That's one option. If your battery's charged. That's that's the thing. You yeah, know, like, well, you like, got to have the batteries charged. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, if those batteries aren't charged, well, you know, good luck <laughs> if you don't have a barrel pump. or you Exactly. Know. I, I pumped a Fat Cat uh, that, that I transported to Colorado. I checked it on the plane and loaded it, you know, rolled it up as tight as I could get it and put in a big rolling duffel and took it to Colorado with me and checked it and everything. You know, and they were like, "What is this?" And I was like, "It's a raft." And people were like, "What? It's a this is a raft," you know. And I got, um, I was, I was, I ran Clear Creek while I was there with a buddy of mine, and then I ran the Lower Canyon to Clear Creek by myself, uh, and then I went up and ran the uh, the Cache La Poudre up around, uh, just um, up in the mountains above Fort Collins, and I got to the put in. And I was in a rental car, you know, and uh, I actually pumped that raft up with a K pump, oh the my fat cat, God. and that it took <laughs> it took me about an hour with my K pump. That, that was a little long, yeah, yeah. So, but um, but yeah, there's tons of options. But I'm with you. If you had that, if you got one of those rechargeable, like you know, Ryobi, Dewalt, uh, whatever. Yeah, the, I mean, those I've seen. You know, some buddies that have them. It looks awesome, but again, uh, you know, if your battery's charged, great. I mean, hopefully that's just one more thing to remember to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and here's the thing. I, w- I wouldn't go out and buy that item to 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 blow up my boat. That, yeah. I, you know, I'm not just going to go out and buy that unless I already have... Yeah, the those, system. Those yeah. power tools. Yeah, so I mean, I that's, do, like, that's I've, got only, a, I've got a drill and some stuff. Yeah, so it wouldn't. It, I think the tool itself is only like thirty bucks or. Something. Yeah, well, the batteries are the most expensive yeah. thing that whole deal, and there and those batteries run generally about a hundred bucks. Yeah, you know so. But yeah, if I if I if I and I've been looking, I've been looking because I have uh, I have Milwaukee tools at home. I don't care for Dewalt myself. And Cryobi, you know, you can probably discern from what I'm saying about them. Um, they don't get me wrong; they make good tools, but you know, I I, I have my Milwaukee set that I love, um, and I've I've looked for that one of those small blowers, and I don't think they make one as small as that Dewalt, and you know, and I get what I need done with that little Coleman. I break it out, and people are like, "What?" Yeah. And my uh, my adapter, my plug is in the back of my truck. I have an auxiliary back there. Yeah, it's great, that's so perfect. I can. Well, that's what I'm saying. Versus the one that pop in your hood and all that business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pain. So, so cool. well, all right. Well, that sort of covers some of those. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess I would say, like, you know, get, get at least have a hand pump so you can top things off. And 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 at worst case scenario, you can always. I mean, it's not gonna the battery's not gonna be dead. Your car battery's not gonna be dead. Be able to pump it up. Yeah. Now to talk about some some other pumps. Pumped up kicks, right? So yeah. footwear on the river. River, river um, footwear, paddling footwear. You know, I love I love my flip flops, but really only for off river. You know, it's just not a good river shoe. You're a Crocs man. <laughs> I have friends who are. Uh, They're Ian, making a comeback. Ian Harkins. His big deal is Crocs. They're he, making a hipster. He's comeback. all about hashtag Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I, I remember when Crocs were big, and and a lot of people were rocking them on the Chatuga. 
They suck to swim in. You can't swim in crotch. Oh, yeah. Your feet are going to float or something. Well, they first of all, they float. <laughs> and then whenever you go to kick your feet, they come off of you. Yeah. Not a good. Now, I will give them this. They do kind of stick to rocks because mm. it's, a, it's a soft compound. Mm-hmm. The softer the compound, the, the better they stick. Interesting. So, yeah. Well, so I was just making a joke about the Crocs. But um, I'm not sandals, kidding. let's I'm, talk about I'm serious about Crocs. <laughs> That's a Croc. Well, uh, I'm a, probably about to be serious about some Crocs down in Australia. So. Yeah, baby. Yikes. Some real Crocs. How about sandals? What do you think about sandals for paddling? Um, definitely for guiding rafts, you know, in the summertime, nice warm water. Um, talk, you know, tacos, tevas, canes, whatever you want to wear, you know, sandal-wise that has a back on it, ideally. Um, you know, has a has a back, uh, a strap. You know, on you it. mentioned that, uh we took the kids down the pigeon last summer and man, I've never seen that's a, a to get off track a little bit, but so many flip flops. No, they, <laughs> they, they said you have to have a back on, you yeah. can't wear flip flops. And some yeah. of the people with us did have them on. They, they took a piece of the reason for that, Ted is a lot of people going on the rivers nowadays, you know, especially in the Southeast, where are they from? They're from Florida, yeah. and it's summer, and they're wearing flip flops. Yeah. Bad river shoe. They yeah, they yeah, do make these things, these straps. Yeah, they're like they're kind of like chums or croquis yeah, yeah, for your you sunglasses. Snap them on there. You can tie them on to the, and 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 a lot of times we'll, we'll keep like dental floss behind the desk yeah. at the at the raft <laughs> at the rafting outpost, and people are like, well, you know. I've got these flip flops. That's all I brought, and we tell them, you know, bring yeah. an old pair of tennis shoes or something yeah. like that, which are way better. Uh, and foot protection is, yeah, is a big deal. Yeah, and you know, I didn't used to understand that when I was younger, you know, and, and paddling. But yeah, man, I, I dig, I dig foot protection now more than anything. Um, but yeah, tying the you know, it's hilarious. We or or we we we'd rig up this like uh, we duct tape. Yeah, we we do duct tape like a duct tape strap. Yeah, and works. duct tape the shoes on the foot. My brother in law, we got some kind of rope out of the car. He tied his on. Ridiculous, but I mean, but they were they were checking at the. Uh, at the put-in, they had, uh, I guess, DNR people or somebody, and they were checking. Well, yeah, because the pigeon is is governed now by Cock County, by the and county. They were, and they were, they like, stopped my daughter and checked yeah. her PFD. And wait, wait a minute. Now, where are you going with them flip-flops? Exactly. Well, we didn't have them, but anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so no flip-flops. The uh, And you're like, well, how are you? <laughs> how are you doing this job without teeth? That's right. I wondered you know. about that. <laughs> the uh, it was yeah, it was it was strange. But uh, so yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, another thing is none of those shoes really. Uh, and, and I'll say this: when I first started, I was wearing Keens. I think because at least they had a closed toe. I thought you know I didn't have any. Yeah. I didn't really have any water shoes. Well, I didn't have. I had you know I had chacos and stuff, but I thought I'll wear Keens because at least my toe won't get banged up. Yeah, no, and, that's, uh, that's a. But you know the the bottoms of those and the they're just tevas and and chacos. They're they're not gonna. You know they really don't grab onto anything. Well, they used slippery. to. 
the the old school Tevas, the Alps, the Chacos, they yeah. were great, man. Hmm. They stuck to anything. But over the years, they've changed the compounds of their souls. And, um, you know, the softer the soul, it doesn't last yeah, as long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they made it. Um, I still have somewhere my original pair of Chacos with the brown, the light tan Vibram sole. I've got some. And those. nothing stuck like those except for like what we're about to get into. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, the, the problem, what I always liked about Chacos was you could wrench anything out of your sandal. Yeah. That's nice because the Chatuga is a sandy river and that's yes. mainly where I got. And it's nice to be able so on section three, a lot of times I'll wear a pair of sandals. That way I can rinse them out because that's where a lot of the sand is. And then on section four, we're on the rocks a lot more running. Yeah. So that's where I like a uh, closed toe shoe because I can't tell you the number of times I've ripped toenails off. You know, uh, uh, rubbed all the hair off my feet, my toes, and that's and, a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but that's where a closed toe shoe like uh, Astral's uh, Rassler or their Brewer, any of the Astral's are are pretty good. I I really like their new, uh, the new Astral rassler 2.0 they they've improved the compound yeah, on the sole I, I just got some and they've improved the toe box and the stitching they've I, changed that so it doesn't it doesn't uh wear as easily as it used I to actually I, I got those because they were had you know a little bit of a high top like a little ankle protection mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like i've got some of the low yaks that yeah. I like because they're low profile. I've got a big foot and to go into my kayak. Yeah, and you like that hipster look when you're That's kayaking. Right. Got to be hip, got to be hipster. <laughs> um, mainly it was something that was slim enough I could get into my boat. And, yeah. And cuz it was either it's that and and neoprene booties we'll talk about in a second. They're right. about the only thing I can get on my size 13 foot and get in my kayak. But I well, bought so the 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 Rasslers, um, I'm not going to be able to kayak in them, but but for rafting and maybe canoeing or ducky, a creek boat, you know, you if know, you got they, if you're paddling a creek they, boat, something uh, with a lot of volume. But I like I, I bought them specifically because uh, you know I mean I liked all the astrals I've had and and the the yeah there's they're grippy for sure but the uh you know just to have a little protection on the ankle yeah you know, i find that like just banging around like you step off that's yeah. that's where i get you know if i if i if anything's gonna get beaten up like it's gonna be my ankles yeah so i think that's you know it's a nice the design. the the last great pair i i think you know i will say the last great pair of uh, river shoes they made or that anyone made was five tens water tennies and which were styled off of the original Patagonia I think it was called the play boot yeah and it was made low volume it's kind of made like a climbing shoe so you could get it in in a you know in an older slicey boat which is when they built they made them and they were great uh, and they used kind of the same the same stealth rubber. Yeah. Um, I've and, got, uh, I've got some of those too. And yeah. The, and I do hang like on them. to them. Hang on, take care of them. <laughs> I like them, but they, I'll tell you this, like in a raft, that rubber, it will mark up a raft. Like, Oh yeah. Like rubber, yeah. Well, cause it's, so, it's, it's a soft yeah. compound yeah. versus the, the astral rubber is, 
you know, still grips, but yeah, yeah. you're right. They, they're good grippy, uh, shoes and they're high top too. So they're, yeah, yeah it's a good, I, I like the, I like a high top. I originally didn't. I mean, I had those from years ago, but, uh, that was actually the first pair of, of, of paddling shoes I ever bought. Um, you know, like I said, I had the Keens, which were just sort of like whatever. I just had them, but those uh, those five tens were, are, you know, are pretty, you know, pretty nice. But there's some some factors I'm not crazy about those too. But uh, I had a pair of five ten, one of the most awful pair of shoes I ever bought for rafting or you know guiding was uh, the five ten SAR, which was. It was like a steel toe. It was it was built for canyoneering. Yeah. And it was not built for swimming. <laughs> In fact, I, I got them and I was like, sweet, this is going to be awesome for running down the sides of the river if, if something happens out in, Colorado, out in Colorado and the brace of sandstone and granite. And I, I think I was... I didn't fall out of a raft, but I was I was helping with the rescue, and I and I was like trying to swim across the river <laughs> and help help somebody with like you know rigging up a, a a rope or something. And as soon as I jumped in, my feet went straight to the bottom of the of the of Clear Creek, which is nonstop class four where I was at. <laughs> not a good situation, and I could not keep my feet up. Wow. Because those things were so heavy, and that's another thing about footwear is you want them to kind of be, you know, you want them to kind of be a buoyancy maybe. Well, light and much, buoyant, yeah. and that helps, but not buoyant like Crocs, yeah. but you know, like neutrally buoyant, buoyant. <laughs> so, well, but every, everybody has a close toe shoe now. Like I, I saw some Speedos got one and. I, I I know Teva has one and so NRS does. makes some too and yeah, Taco does too yeah and NRS has some yeah they got two or three pair of lace ups and yeah similar yeah. to like the Astrals so um, the the one other thing about Astrals though I'll say in any of these closed toes that are kind of a that that I don't like which you had you'd hinted at earlier is if you're in a silty sandy river I can't you know like you're right like I hate stepping off into a sandy silty area and then my my shoe fills up with sand yeah and it's but, not coming out yeah but then it sort of the water runs out and now it's like sandpaper in there yeah but if you just rinse them out when you yeah. get done and and you know a lot of paddlers are lazy by nature <laughs> uh i am i, I admit it like i don't always want to care for my gear afterwards oh i rent some after i'm talking about like in the middle of the trip it's like, well yeah you know, but like i've had to take them i mean off yeah i've taken them off them. and rinsed them yeah. out yeah I've, I've done that i mean that just comes with you know paddling yeah. in general so well the last thing we didn't really get into and just a quick note are neoprene booties you know oh yeah <laughs> for winter i i like them i'll wear those they're a little little you know, warm and toasty and easy to get on and off. They do make some good ones. Uh, they do make some really good ones. I, I will say that. On the bottom, but. No, not all of them do. Um, you know, but one thing you can do with almost any any type of shoe is 510, which is owned by Adidas now, they still sell stealth rubber soles. Hmm. 
and you can take that. It's big enough that you can take another shoe. You know, they give you a size, whatever size you want, but it's usually bigger than what you need. Yeah. And then you can cut it. Attach it. For your type of shoe, and you can you can um, glue it glue it onto. Uh, you could glue them onto a pair of Chuck Taylors if you wanted to. There we go. So, I like that idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, it makes. It's it's an awesome idea, and, and you know, for years, uh, uh, there were folks that resold climbing shoes and all, all that kind of stuff, yeah. and uh, they 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 still do that up in West Virginia at Waterstone Outdoors, I think, or there's like a shoe fix place right yeah. behind there, <clears throat> and you can get them to put new That's soles cool. on your your hiking boots or yeah. you know and. Uh, I love that stealth rubber, man. Yeah. I mean, when you're just like, just climbing up a wet rock. I may have to look into that. Put them on some wingtips. There you go. Wing. <laughs> Gotta have some style. Wingtip Ted. Gotta have some style. All right. Well, we're getting uh, near the end here, Link. So, how about some? Uh, what do we got coming up here on the calendar? Uh, well, <clears throat> this coming weekend of April 27th is the. The Nanahela Open, sponsored and held by uh, Endless River Adventures, family friendly. Uh, take your boat or your craft of choice, whatever it is, through Nanahela Falls on the uh, Nantahela River, of course. And uh, it's a it's a big fun get together, big fun party. Uh, but it's it's family friendly. They'll have food and you know some vendors up at uh, ERA, and I think there's. They'll they'll have a big uh, you know, like little Nanahela open video um, recap of the whole thing, and it's and that's a, it's fun. always a yeah. good time. People it's, are riding like unicorns, inflatable unicorns, yeah, and, and alligators, everything and, down the falls. You know, so. um, you know beer, you know beer kegs. Who knows? Barrels. So yeah, by barrels. the way, uh, also this weekend is uh, they're doing an upper release and i guess the cascades on nanahala right? yeah cascades up for nanahala so, so i'm yeah. planning to go up for one of those days yeah and the chio is running this weekend also so um and then um uh the following weekend is french rod river festival over in hot springs north carolina at the uh hot springs resort and campground may third um, through the fifth yeah and that's a good one um i some people were telling me they're like, "Are you sure they're going to have it?" I do not know. Um, as far as everything I've heard, it's still going. I know the French Broad got really big this past weekend, like I think up near sixty grand. Wow! And that means the river was flowing through the campground. But good thing is, you know, uh, clean slate. Yeah, clean slate. <laughs> so. So we got that, all that river trash on. We that, got that right? going for us, which is nice. Uh, May thirty first through June second, May there may still be some room for TVCC uh, Tennessee Valley Canoe Club Paddle School. So check that out if you uh, might be able to still get a slot. Yeah, man. Something else that I just discovered Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, that I may be able to attend, maybe take my son, um, is Chota C H O T A. What's Chota? I do not know what the acronym stands for, but they <laughs> they are uh, out of Knoxville. It's a canoe club out of yeah. Knoxville, and they do a, a paddle school that following weekend. Uh, and it's actually it's June eighth through tenth, but it's a 
they've got a website. Uh, I've talked to some folks over there, and I know from previous years, like they actually, it's a lot of the same instructors. They just kind of go both weekends, and uh, cool. They do it out of uh, or. What is that? The uh, over there on the Ocoee. Um OAR. OAR. What is that? Uh, something adventure. Adventure. Ocoee adventure rafting. Yeah. So that's that's sort of their base camp, and then they do it on the Hiawassee and okay. the Ocoee, just like uh, hmm. TVCC. So another option there. Last but not least, the uh, R one S one clinic. We're gonna hold that. Um, we're pinning down the dates right now, right. June fifteenth through sixteenth. Saturday, Sunday, and um, uh, we're still, you know, kind of batting around di- uh, locations, but, uh, um, you know. It will know, be in the southeast. Yep, <laughs> it will be in the southeast United States. Um, so we got a lot of different options, and, and it will kind of be dependent on water, um, seeing as we've we've had... <laughs> bunch of crazy water lately so um but we hope some folks will join us i know we've got a lot of interest please uh if you are interested in that and signing up uh email us at waterboundpodcast at gmail.com that is it yeah check us uh, out on facebook on the facebook page which is just waterbound podcast yeah, and um, you know if if you're interested in that, uh, you know, email us uh, just to kind of put your name in the pot, um, and uh, would help to know a little bit about you. Um, so your your uh, paddling experience, um, you know, rivers um, that you that you've paddled, uh, just to you know, give a give a basic resume. Um, I don't want to know what your third cat's name is, but uh, I do. yeah, Red, Ted does. <laughs> he's he's looking for a lady for his cat Arlo. So if wow. if if your cat is named Alice, maybe into <laughs> it. Um, so, but yeah, would help to have a, like just a little basic blurb, a uh, little bio about yourself, and you know, you know, maybe what you're looking at getting out of the uh, course and. Um, we will, in the next couple of podcasts, probably start, you know, dialing that in and giving y'all more information. Um, but uh, we'll have some. Uh, there will be some, some demos, uh, demo boats available. Uh, it's it's lim- on a limited basis. So if you have your own boat, that that's awesome. Um, preferably between the nine. And 11 and a half to 12 foot range would be ideal. Anything above that is not, I don't really consider like R1 paddling uh, or S1 paddling. You know, S1, you know, shredder paddle cats don't get too big, you know, don't get much over like 11 and a half feet long. But, uh, but rafts, um, yeah, you, you need to be able to maneuver it and, um, and also possibly carry it by yourself because uh, that's kind of what we're we're uh, going to be talking about some uh, quite a, quite a bit of and um, so give us a shoot us an email and uh, let us know if you're interested and we'll start to get a you know a roster for the uh, clinic together and uh, we'll give y'all more details in the future. All right, looking forward to it. So. 
All right. Well, that's that's a wrap, Link. So y'all uh, stay safe out there with the high water and see you on the river. Sayotar. Oh,